This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And good morning and welcome into the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Show, the program for the last 33 years where worthy fish and game have come to die. And hope you'll be part of making that happen. Well, coming up today, we're midway through turkey season. Uh, How's it been for you been a good season for me, in fact, a great season, besides myself being lucky enough to tag out with two really fine Washington Parish gobblers last week. Uh, I'm happy to tell you this week, I personally witnessed my 12-year-old grandnephew, you've heard him co-host this program, Drew Dubuque, bag his first, but certainly not his last wild turkey. You can see the pictures on my Facebook page. Uh, speaking of turkeys, also that is the topic of this week's Bayou Wild TV program called the St. Hokey Turkey. Pretty unusual story, and if you have never heard me tell it, or if you've never read about it, just Google it, the St. Hokey Turkey. And, of course, if you'd like to, to read it, you can buy my Kindle book. It's called Beyond Bullets and Baits. It's available on Amazon for only two ninety nine, and you can read all about it. Well, we've got another turkey story with, uh, well, I guess you'd say not so joyous an ending. It took place recently where you might call it a namesake location. Turkey Creek, Louisiana. That's where our latest bad boy, the outdoors, confessed to his misdeeds and now will be at the mercy of a judge. Well, besides turkey season, we're into another very, very important season. It's underway. That is the legislative season, more accurately known as the legislative session. It's in Baton Rouge and joining us to talk about some bills that are of huge interest to Recreational Saltwater Anglers is Louisiana Coastal Conservation Association Director David Cresson. He'll be making several appearances this morning. It's the first on the show throughout that session, keeping us up to date on those bills and how you can get involved in it. And speaking of bad boys, well, our, our head guy, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries, Jack Montessette, resigned yesterday in a bribery scheme uh, he was implicated and uh, found to be a participant along with a former bad boy commissioner Dustin Guidry of uh, bribing a company and uh, trying to get some goodies at the end of his tenure we'll tell you about that the demise of Secretary Wildlife and Fisheries Jack Montessette also got announcements about the big huge uh, crawfish competition I'll be judging a little bit later on and tell you how you can judge for yourself some of those entries. Also have the winner of the uh, the, the big buck contest that went on up in uh, Bogalusa at uh, Double D Processing Center. We'll tell you who won that 270 gold medallion rifle. And we got Sammy Romano going to join us. Now Sammy's the best known for his, he's kind of the archery equipment guru of 
Jefferson and surrounding parishes, and he's going to help us preview next weekend's Big Shag's tent sale that's coming up for you fishermen. Also got fishing reports from our field reporters all across the coast, and you, as always, are welcome. Chime in with your own reports, questions, comments, if you got something for any of our guests, particularly David on those pending bills. We'd love to hear from you. Our text number, if you don't have it down, is 504-260-1870. Looking at the coastal marine forecast, well, early this morning it's looking pretty good, but they're calling for 70% chance of rain along the coast as the front approaches. Uh, Offshore today, southeast winds 10 to 15 with two-foot seas. Southeast winds on the interior 10 to 15 will have a light chop. But tomorrow, completely different day. Westerly winds offshore, northwest winds on the interior Pretty much brisk, 15 to 20, and a moderate chop. A lot of tide moving, 1.2 on the gauge, and the Mississippi River sitting at 12.8 and holding steady. All right, coming up after this first break, we'll be talking to Glenn Sanchez, filling in for Robbie Campbell, who's out in Kansas chasing turkeys. And according to the picture he sent me, looked like he's having a good season out there. Back with Glenn's report for those of you, especially those kayakers fishing that trout challenge out there today. It's all right here on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. All right, getting our first report into the morning, filling in for a turkey hunting Robbie Campo is Glenn Sanchez, who did this job for many, many years when he was out at the Breton Sound Marine in Hopedale. He's relaxing, enjoying it, and getting out to fish more than ever. Glenn, how's it going this morning? Fine. How you doing, Don? You saw that nice picture that turkey Robbie sent? Yes, he's still a beautiful turkey. I'm 
<laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> Let me tell you, Kansas is a great turkey hunting state. I went out there for many, many years. It's those Rio turkeys, and they're very cooperative, and there's some beautiful terrain out there. So it looks like he's he's having a good time there. How about the guys back in the St. Bernard area? How's the fishing been this week? I know we had a little well, rough weather there a few days. Yeah, earlier in the week we had all that, that wind and everything, and we had the high water, and which – we we need that in the spring just to to get the lava spread across the whole marsh. You know what I'm saying? You know it goes across the top, and you know that's nature's way of doing that. You know every, every year we have that that strong, you know southeasterly wind. We have that high tide, and that brings in all of all the bait. And, and Glenn, that's from, what's going on. From what you're seeing and hearing, what stage are those trout in? You know, this is we're getting cl- close to the time of the year where they're making that transition, uh, moving out to the bigger open bays and, and even out into the sound. Uh, any good reports from there? Has anybody been able to get there with this weather? Well, it, yesterday, yesterday the weather cooperated, and I saw I saw fish yesterday. I saw speckled trout. I saw redfish. I saw some flounder. Even saw some bass and some catfish yesterday. I mean, it was a little bit of everything. But I mean, all you need is the right weather, and uh, and ha- and have the, the the right bait. You know, I mean, live shrimp is just starting. They got some shrimp down there right now. I don't know how how many how long it's going to last. I mean, they got a few thousand. You know, but when you have the live bait, you can definitely do a, a lot more damage to the fish with the live bait than you can plastic. I don't care what anybody says. Glenn, that uh, that whole that dam down there in Hopedale, which was in eyesight from your marina, was built to stop traffic from coming up and down the the Mister Go. But it's actually created a, a beautiful fishery reef. And man, I, I saw some pictures of boats and kayaks just stacked up there. What do you think it is that makes that spot so attractive to fish and fishermen? Boy, you have so much structure on the bottom with all the rocks. You know, all the nooks and crannies, all the bait can get in there and hide, and the fish go down there and and actually, if, if you think about it, if you have a, a northwest wind blowing down the channel and all the fish are trying to leave, they run into the dam and they get stacked up right there. You know, so all you got to do is go over there fishing for a while and hopefully you do well. But a lot of times the people who fish over there, they, they'll fish under a sliding cock and they'll do real well under a sliding cock. You know, it seems like I remember every time you and I and, and your son, uh, Jonathan, would go there, we'd always pick up a bonus flounder or two in that hole. Yeah, i never forget the first year that they put the dam there. The flounders didn't, they didn't know how to get out yet. And when they, <laughs> when, okay, they got stacked up so, I mean, it was unbelievable. You go over there with, with five people and catch 50 flounders. Now, we're talking when, 10 years ago before BC, yeah. you know? Right, right. Well, Glenn, uh, looking at the situation we got this morning, an approach in front, it's springtime, uh, weather moving in, and we're going to be in a completely different day tomorrow. They're calling for northwest winds 10 to 15. we got southeast winds today. What would be your best game plan to go out and make a quick trip this morning to pick up some fish if somebody's headed down that way and give them a little bit of advice? Man, I, I, would, I would actually fish along the ship channel on the backside of the dam. Uh, all those cuts up and up and down the ship channel because the shrimp are starting to come in, and normally they'll end up in the channel, you know, down toward the rocks that way. And uh, I just, I just think that would be the best bet. You know, you can go in the marsh and catch some redfish, maybe a few trout in the marsh, 
But uh, everybody's just so anxious, and it's just we we just trying to buck Mother Nature. You just have to wait, you know. Got it. All right, Glenn, listen, thanks for filling in for Robbie. As always, you do a great job, as you always have been. We really appreciate it, and I hope they have a good weekend. Everybody be safe out there. Yeah, well, Don, good talking to you. And like you said, everybody stay safe and, you know, do the right thing. Yes, sir. Thanks again, Glenn. We'll see you next time. All right, Don. You have a great one. Bye-bye. All right, Glenn Sanchez. Hey, always end his report with everybody be safe out there. Always a good note to, to end on. All right, uh, where I'm going to be later today, maybe you might want to go, is the South Louisiana Crawfish Festival to benefit Dreams Come True, a wonderful organization. It's a combination craft and car show. Uh, I'll be judging the crawfish competition. They've also got Cracklin and Jambalaya cook-off contest going on, a petting zoo, inflatables for the kids, and lots of good live entertainment. Did I see Nana Shah going to be out there? Well, it goes on from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. tonight, and it's in Gonzales uh, over there. You know the big center over there? Yeah, where they had the Louisiana Sportsman Show. The Lamar Dixon Expo Center is what they call it, and it'll be open from 9 to 9 today, and maybe I'll see you out there. All right, coming back after this, we're going to get us a freshwater report. It is prime time in April for freshwater fishing. Bass are pretty much spawned out, but the white perch are on. If you like to call them sockele, we'll let you do that. And also, we're getting close to the brim season. Jeff will update us on all of it right after this on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque. Radio Network. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. And you want to catch that big boss bass? Jeff Brule will help you do that. His reports are brought to you by Pure Fishing, the makers of Berkeley products, including the Berkeley Powerbait. The new Powerbait jigs attracts more fish, keeps them holding on longer, and it gives you time to set the hook. With Powerbait jigs, Berkeley's done the science. They say, now you go catch the fish. Jeff Brule also says the same thing. And good morning, Jeff. I understand you got a quick trip this morning, so we don't want to hold you up. What's been going on? Let's start off with... Sakale, crappie, white perch, all the same fish. What's going on? Uh, I had a decent trip on the Chifunka this week. <clears throat> With the high winds, it's just hard to fish down in the marsh. Uh, the funny thing about these tidal rivers is the bite is it's on fire one minute and cold the next. I wish I could find where that switch is on the bank so I can keep it on the on position because it gets frustrating. You go down there, I catch you know maybe a dozen of fish in about an hour or so, and it seems like the bite's pretty good, and then for whatever reason, you can go back through the same spot and go to where I know where there's some fish and 
can't get them to bite. Uh, but I'm doing the best around the big cypress trees. I guess there's a few fish still coming in to spawn with this cool weather. I'm just using a tight line presentation, just uh, throwing a little jig up next to a tree, just kind of dragging it off and getting some nice fish, but not not many of them. Jeff, when when you're talking about fishing rivers uh, that are uh, uh, affected by tides, and there's a lot of them and a lot of people deal with that, have you been able to draw any calculations when you get a, a falling tide time and, and then maybe uh, time it out to where it's going to happen upriver in one of the areas you fish? In other words, can you predict when that tide is going to start either incoming, standstill, or falling based on the tide numbers that they give, and you can kind of extrapolate that out to your spot? Uh, what I tell most people when it comes to Lake Pontchartrain is look more at the wind. Uh, at east and a south wind will, you know, it'll buck a falling tide and make the tide actually come in. Uh, like the other day, I went and it's supposed to be falling, and I got to the parking lot and it was right as a dot. When I come back, I had to get my feet wet to get the boat out of the, out of the river. So look more at the wind. Another thing you can look at, what's funny about some of these rivers is, when the tide does start moving, you'll have areas that it looks like it's falling because the water's pushing one way or it looks like it's coming in because the water's pushing the other way. So you, you have to kind of read the water. You have to know that you're funked. I've been fishing it all my life, so I know kind of where the, the water's moving where to go. So you have to kind of learn to read the water by what the tide's doing. And those tide charts can give you some good clues, but a lot of times when that wind's out in the lake doing one thing that's really what dictates how the water's moving jeff uh, another prime fish and really you can fish them all year long but they're really good in the spring too is a catfish in fact i've got about nine locations where department of wildlife and fisheries is going to conduct some get out and fish programs where they go out and dump those channel cats into some closed water areas and easy access for people uh, people are going to be fishing and, and looking to catch some of those blue cats or channel cats or the flatheads uh, give us some uh, advice and some places and methods. Uh, the reports are good. I'm getting reports from Venice, Chef Pass, North Shore Rivers. Uh, they catching some catfish. Uh, basically just some shrimp on the bottom, dead shrimp. Uh, you got Berkeley's uh, catfish power baits. Those work good if you can't find any shrimp. Uh, but across the state, the reports are good. Uh, if you're out in the marsh, just kind of maybe fishing the deep holes, deeper bends, uh, on the rivers, you want to kind of find places where they got some, maybe some big laydown trees, some cover close by, and they'll stay around it to, to rest. But they'll they'll come out in those deeper holes and feed. Uh, so, but they're good eating fish. A lot of people don't realize how tasty they are, and uh, sometimes they just save you fishing trip. Especially places like Venice, where the river's still muddy, you can get anywhere along the Mississippi River, and if you can get a bait in the water, a lot of times you can catch catfish on the Mississippi. Jeff, probably the most popular fish uh, fish for all across the country is the bass. What's going on bass-wise right now? Well, most of my reports are, uh, I think, with these up-and-down wind and weather we're having, um, they kind of hit or miss. Uh, you know, even the basin for bass and sockeye, the reports are it's pretty tough. They're, you know, got muddy water in some places when you have all these high winds. So that kind of messes up the the marsh, and then you get a big brain like the Pearls High. That, that place makes that place tough. Uh, so you have those conditions, but sometimes you just go hit smaller uh, lakes. There's tons of small lakes in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama that you can hit. Uh, so a lot of times you can get out of the, out of the wind. It might only be 
you know, two or three hundred acre lake, but sometimes you can catch a few fish doing that. I had a couple of high school guys uh, came in with some really nice catches. Yeah, uh, Bryce Sanders and Sean Pender had two 11-pound bass off Indian Creek, and it's only a 2,600-acre lake. It's near Alexander. And, uh, you got other spots like Okissa. I got some reports from Okissa, Mississippi. Uh, they, yeah, they don't catch numbers up there, but you have a chance to catch some pretty good-sized fish. Uh, all, even across Alabama, South Alabama, there's places that you can go. But th- that's what I would suggest if you can find some local areas that are not very big. They probably not fish tournament wise. They're just campground type places. And sometimes you can go in there and just have a good day and catch some really nice big fish. You know, you mentioned Okissa over there in Mississippi, and uh, you know Okissa when it underwent what I call the new lake phenomenon. You know, when they create these new lakes, they dam up rivers and create them. Uh, they just take off, and for a few years they're phenomenal, and they kind of drop off, and they end up being steady producing areas. Uh, I haven't heard much about Okissa lately. Has it just kind of slipped away and become one of those best kept secrets? Yeah, I've, I've talked to some people that have hunting camps and go up into the area that you know live closer by, and they are catching fish, but it's not the uh, the numbers that they used to catch when it first opened. I just I think what happens those fish really get a little deeper in certain times of year and it just get harder to catch uh and it's a pretty clear water up there you've got to be good at finesse fishing and have or have good electronics to figure out how to catch those fish but there's numerous lakes like that up through mississippi louisiana that uh don't get a lot of pressure overall just because there's you know they're not on the radar got it jeff thanks for the report uh hope you're successful on your trip get in and get out before the rain comes and we'll catch up with you next time thanks Don. All right, that's Jeff Brule, our freshwater field reporter. All right, I want to catch some of those channel cash you're talking about. Well, we got about nine places. Department of Wildlife and Fisheries will be stocking channel cats in the last week of this month. I'll be back and share the details about that and also get to your text messages, 504-260-1870, where you're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Checking our text message board, I see our friend The Worm and his cousin Dino. They've been on the road since 3 o'clock yesterday. They're driving through Tucumcari, New Mexico, headed to Moab, Utah. And he says he's listening to us loud and clear. Well, thanks for taking us along. You be careful out there, Worm. And we're hearing from our friend Wingbone out in Wilmer, Alabama, says his turkey season is not good. Well, that can change in a heartbeat, as as ours did. I'm going to give you all a little tip I, I picked up on turkey hunting this season. And I don't know, call it superstition or, or luck or whatever, but uh, I, uh, you know, St. Hubert is the patron saint of hunters. Uh, I've written a, a prayer to St. Hubert, and Randy Caminiti and I uh, got together, and we have a, a, a print, uh, a prayer, and a portrait of St. Hubert. Well, you say a little prayer to St. Hubert for a blessing on the hunt and get you a Ubig, Ubig's pie, lemon Ubig's pie. Uh, it helped me bag two turkeys. I brought one along for my 12-year-old nephew, who he and I have been trying to get him a turkey for the, this would be his fourth season without a turkey. And he ate a lemon pie from Ubig's, and within the next 20 to 30 minutes, he bagged his first turkey ever. So I don't know. Ubig's pie and a prayer to St. Ubit might help turn your turkey season around, uh, Wingbone. All right, we're going to take a quick 10-second pause. When I come back, I'm going to tell you about those nine fishing places 
People always ask, Don, where can I go catch some nice fish from the bank? I got it for you coming up right after we pause 10 seconds for our local stations to tell you who they are and where they are along the Outdoors with Don Dubuque radio network. All right, here's those uh, areas uh, beginning on April 24th. That will be a week from Monday. Uh, They will stock Turner's Pond if you're up in the Minden area, Grambling City Park, uh, Caroli Park in West Monroe, and Elmore D. Mayfield in Ruston. Two days later, on Wednesday, April 26th, the Breck Burbank Park in Baton Rouge. I've been out there and watched them catch the uh, rainbow trout. Sydney Hutchinson, and then Zimurray Park in Hammond. I've actually filmed the Bayou Wild show there where the channel cats were ferocious. Good little place to take the kids and catch some fish. And also Bogachita State Park in Franklinton. Uh, then on Friday, April 28th, the Purple Heart Memorial in Ragley, the I-10 Park in Jennings. Girard Park in Lafayette, and the Southside Regional Park, Farbacher Field, that is in Youngsville. Those are areas where they released live catfish. You're allowed to go out there as long as you have your basic fishing license. And uh, just bring some worms or stink baits and throw it on the bottom or under a cork and hang on. Some delicious, beautiful channel catfish, all compliments of Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Get Out and Fish program. All right, getting back to our text messages, we got Robbie and Poydras. Any word on the trout limit or what they're going to do? Robbie, if you hadn't been keeping up with it after several years of kicking it around and throwing things out for the commission to approve, we're back to square one. They're starting over to try to get an increase in the minimum size or the bag limits. Right now, it's still the same, 25 fish, 12 inches or bigger. We've got the backstrap stacker checking in from Mobile. Got a good morning over there. Hopefully the weather coming this afternoon will have the turkeys moving, headed up to Clark uh, to slip in a big time. <clears throat> Y'all have a great weekend. You do the same, my friend. And let's see. We got this one. Uh, this is from Ben. He says he'll be fishing around Lake Catherine all next week. He's got several rods and reels I'd like to donate. They're in great shape. Can you put me in touch with someone I can give them to? Uh, ben, I can do that, and I will be contacting you. Her name is Danica Williams. Fisheries biologist with Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. She oversees at Get Out and Fish, and uh, they donate a lot of rods and reels to kids who don't have them. And she kind of picked up the baton from a friend of mine, Kay Florain, who passed away a couple of years ago. They called her the rod and reel gal because that's what she did. She'd gather up rods and reels and do any repair they needed. Some of them were were new and operable and, and donate them to kids. So I will put you in touch with her, Ben, and anybody that... Uh, has some rods and reels that they don't use and would like to donate, uh, let me know, and I can hook you up with a good place to put them to work. All right, here's someone headed to Shell Beach. Great story about your nephew. That's easy with the Abita Hunting Club. All right, uh, yeah, we heard from Justin this morning. Justin's in the Gentilly Wildlife Refuge. Let me get to his text. uh, He's one of our earliest risers. He's usually one of the first ones to text in. Uh, he says that the Bayou Wild TV episode about Hokie Gaijan brought him to tears. I still think of him, and he's missed by so many people. What a sense of humor he had. Yes, he did. He was a great guy, a good friend of mine, hunting buddy, uh, broadcast partner on occasion. And uh, i tell you what, uh, that story, the St. Hokie Turkey, uh, you could be the best fiction writer in the world. You, you don't make them up like that. That is a true story, and I invite you to read it. You can Google it on uh, the Internet. You'll find it. Uh, it's in my book, Beyond Bullets and Baits. And if you uh, check that out on Amazon, you can order it. It's $2.99 for a Kindle copy. 
And, uh, of course, if you watch Bayou Wild TV, find the listing this weekend or watch it on YouTube, and you'll actually hear that story. It's called the St. Hokey Turkey. Very, very interesting. All right, when we come back after this, I'm going to resume our fishing reports and also going to be talking to David Cresson in a little while, the director of the CCA. Got a bill in the legislature to restrict the pogey fishing, which I know sets a lot of you on fire, some of the damage and destruction they do. We're trying again this year to put a little bit more regulation and restriction on it to help save our redfish and other species as well as our coast. We'll be back to do all of that right after we pause on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, our text line is 504-260-1870. We love to hear from our listeners out there. Tell us who you are, where you are, what you got going on, your fishing reports, your hunting reports, your questions, your comments. It's all welcome. And we're hearing from Patrick. Uh, He and Rooster are going after the Longbeards, uh, a.k.a. turkeys, in a place called Red Lick, Mississippi. Now, that's a new one, Patrick. You're going to have to let me know. Uh, where on the map is Redlick, Mississippi? He says the birds have been hammering. And that's turkey hunter jargon for uh, they've been sounding off. They've been doing their, their gobbling thing, and that's always necessary. <laughs> well, not completely necessary, but, boy, it sure helps when you're hunting turkeys. All right, uh, red snapper season, if you didn't hear, will be opening on Friday, May 26th, in Louisiana's offshore and inshore waters. Uh, it's going to be seven days a week this year with a daily bag limit of three, 16-inch minimum. Uh, that is quite different from the last several years where it's been on three-day weekends only. So we'll see how that works out. Oh, also got a request, uh, you know, the, 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 the uh, question of brake tag requirements on boat trailers came up a couple of weeks ago and uh, researched it, contacted state police and found the statute. They directed me to it where it says no person shall drive or move on any highway, any motor vehicle, low-speed vehicle trailer semi-trail or a pole trail or any combination unless it's in good working order and is in safe mechanical condition as to not endanger other drivers and it shall bear a valid safety inspection certificate issued in Louisiana except as otherwise provided by this chapter and I couldn't find any otherwise provisions so it's on the law books it is required that you get an inspection sticker on your boat trailer but as uh, one of the uh, the, the, the troopers told me uh, a combined 90 years' experience, none of them had ever written a ticket for that. You'll get a ticket if you got failing bra- uh, lights, brake lights, or running lights on your trailer, but uh, just solely for the, the inspection sticker, I'm not telling you you don't need it because it is required, but there's been uh, very little occasion where they inspect it. Now, I have heard that at certain boat launches, local enforcement authorities at times have set up there and written a bunch of tickets so you know you be the judge of whether you need it should have it or not uh actually no way to put it on a trailer you'd probably have to keep it in the glove compartment of your truck all right uh coming up we're going to have more fishing reports we've got uh, eric mohabarak very important kayak report they've got the the trout challenge going on on the east bank of the mississippi river this morning got that going on also uh, he's got some information about some pompano if you'd like to get in on that with uh, kayaks, also joining us, we got David Cresson coming up right after the top of the hour. Uh, he's going to be making several appearances on the program uh, over the next month or so, updating us on the activity in the Louisiana legislature. That's where these laws come down, and there's one in particular, House Bill 576 by uh, Representative Ogeron and We'll be talking about that one this morning. Also, Sammy Romano is going to join me. 
Uh, you know, Sammy is uh, one of the gurus of archery equipment. Boy, he can outfit a bow like nobody. He does repairs. Uh, he's over at Shags. And they got a big tent sale coming up next weekend. Not this weekend, but next. And he'll tell you some of the highlights of what you'll find over there. Also, Ryan Lambert, our plastic man, is going to be joining us, too. So we got a busy second hour. And, of course, we got you, 504-260-1870. Patrick tells me that Red Lick, Mississippi, is between Vicksburg and Natchez. Okay, thanks for that uh, locator. And we got the Frog Lawyer heading to launch. Uh, he's participating in that Bayou Coast Trout Challenge. Uh, hopefully those guys will get it in before the rains come and uh, put some nice speckled trout up on the board for that one. We'll be talking to Eric Mohabarak about that. So uh, got all that coming up. But first we're going to talk to Daryl Carpenter, realscreamers.com. He's our contact for down in the... Uh, Golden Meadow, Leeville, Grand Isle area, that's kind of his haunt down there. Occasionally comes a little bit to the east and fishing uh, the, the four bayous area and areas to the east over there towards Lafitte. So uh, if you got any questions for these guys, we uh, welcome them, 504-260-1870. Also, we have a big trip coming up for Bayou Wild TV this Monday. Uh, real good friend of ours, uh, Sam Barbera, a lot of you know that name. He was a... Uh, Army captain. He was also a, a charter guide. He was the director of the Star Tournament for CCA. He worked for Wildlife and Fisheries. He hosted some television shows. Guy did a lot of things. A great sense of humor. A lot of fun to be around. He unfortunately passed away a couple of years ago. And in his honor, Captain Mike Gallo has put together a benefit fishing trip. It was auctioned off. Uh, actually, two bidders came in so close they decided to do two trips. And those trips will be happening on Monday morning. And we'll be there with Bayou Wild TV (coughs) to document it and uh, tell you more. We'll kind of celebrate and honor Sam Barbera. And Mission 22 is the organization to benefit veterans. That is the charity it will benefit by. So stay tuned for all of that. And we come back after this. Daryl Carpenter joins us right here on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, one of the first places to pick up uh, on the fishing and also the shrimping is the center of the state down in the Grand Isle coastal area. And Daryl Carpenter of RealScreamers.com keeps us up to date on what's happening in that area, and he does so this morning. Good morning, Daryl. What can you tell us about fishing Grand Isle? Looks like we got a big change in the weather coming later today. Yeah, well, Don, that's been the problem is the changing in the weather. We uh, we started off the week. You know, lots of birds, lots of lots of fish or uh, shrimp jumping everywhere. A lot more catfish under them than trout. But we were finding the trout on all the, the lower lower reefs and the points on the islands and so forth. Um, then of course we had to sit out like all, all week long, like everybody else, with that little tropical system or whatever they call it. And then of course yesterday was the first day we could really get back on the water, and found that you know in some spots the water was just chewed up really bad. It was it was muddy muddy. But in other spots, you were able to find some decent clean water. And maybe it was too rough for those fish to eat during those few days that they were out there because, man, they were hungry yesterday. Uh, Everybody that fished yesterday caught fish everywhere from Grand Isle over toward the Empire area where you have Mitch talk about a lot of times. There was a whole lot of fish caught real heavy on the shrimp right now. Uh, Shrimp under a cork was the the primary method anywhere you went. Um, Fish were full of eggs. I mean, I heard, I heard one guy yesterday, in fact, your buddy, Chris Macaluso, was down here yesterday. And, you know, he, he had a, uh, what, 18-inch or so trout in his hand, and he's like, man, this is the heaviest 18-inch trout I've ever I've ever seen, you know, ever felt. And uh, 
the fish are all full of eggs. I mean, uh, so I mean, we're gonna be, we're gonna have a good spawn coming this this moon. So, I mean, everything is shaping up just like you teed it up. It's one of the first places to turn on, and man, it, it's on. It's just we've got to get some good weather windows to let everything calm down and really be able to get on them and pattern them. You know, Dow. Every once in a while, some of our, our listeners who may be novice or new to fishing. Uh, making transition from fresh water to salt water. They hear us talking in jargon terms. And, and so I try to make it plain but and just use those terms that are understood by us. It's like a different language. And when you mention, as many of our reporters do, you got to find clean water. What do you mean by clean water? How do you judge when water is clean or water is dirty? Sometimes it's very obvious. It looks like chocolate milk and it's got foam all right. over it. But other times it's a little bit more subtle. What, what, describe what you would say is clean water. Well, the first thing, the first thing, if you, if you want perfect conditions, you want the water to have a little bit of a greener tint to it, you know, some good gulf water. But that's not always the case. I typically judge the clarity of the water by either, you know, the lower unit on the engine or more particularly the trolling motor. If you believe all of the, the hype we've been taught over the years, the fish, especially trout, feed primarily, number one, by sight, and then number two, their second method is by sound, thus the popping corks and the shrimp. So you want them to be able to see the bait to some extent. And, you know, if, we, if we've got a foot and a half, two foot of visibility in the water and it's not full of sediment and muck because it's been churned up all week, then that's certainly fishable. And uh, that's kind of the ideal conditions we're looking for because you don't want it. You know, every now and then we get what we jargon again. We get that Florida water in here, that green water that's very clear. You can actually see the fish approaching the bait. That is a little bit too clear sometimes. It'll make the fish spooky. You know, they, they're not as committal. They, they don't commit as quickly to the bait. you got to more finesse things. So what you're looking for is, you know, me in particular, I like at least – 16 to 20 inches of clarity in the water. That's what I consider our perfect conditions. You get too much cloudier than that in the wintertime, and we call it catfish water because you're going to get more catfish than anything else. Thanks for that explanation. Daryl, something else you mentioned, uh, birds. There's no better indicator of fish than seagulls swarming and, and, and hitting on bait that's driven up to the top of the surface by fish feeding underneath. Sometimes it's those big uh, gaff tops and you got to move on. But other times it's speckled trout. And a lot of people tell me, oh, I saw the birds working. I went in there to get them real quick, and all of a sudden they shut down. Why did they shut down? What are some of the, the etiquette uh, behavior when you're approaching a school of of fish feeding under a flock of birds? Well, the first thing is, I mean, down here, they've been a little bit, sometimes the birds are just spooky. The birds leave, you can't keep track of the fish unless you can see the fish, unless you can see the shrimp jumping. <laughs> Depending on your tide, if, you, if you've got a normal tide that's not ripping, I don't care if you've got to make that extra one mile. You may, you know, go around and get on the upwind side to where you can shut down and be as quiet as possible, whether it be trolling motor or just a drift and drift into those fish. Because if you run up on them with the big engine, you're going to scatter them. If you run on them too hot with the trolling motor, you're going to scatter them. And sometimes when the birds leave, it doesn't mean that the fish have left. You've got to just watch the surface water like Jeff was talking. You've got to learn how to read the water. If you see the bait still popping, then go for it. But if you approach from the, from the upwind direction, you can get a longer cast on them. You can fish them from further away. And, man, I, I guess the, the most important piece of etiquette is if you see somebody fishing a, a flock of birds, don't run right up there. You know, go around them. If you're just going from A to B, 
go around them, let them enjoy what they're doing, or shut down a good quarter mile from them and ease in if you want to share the flock of birds. Yep, always good to turn the trolling motor on and slip on there as easy as you can. There's no better and quicker way to fill a box than to, to get in <laughs> on those speckled trout feeding underneath those birds. That's some great action. and. <laughs> Can't wait for it to happen, and it's uh. It's and don't try off. to fish them with live bait because you're going to waste too much time. Always have a rod rig with plastic. If they're under the birds, they're going to hit anything that moves in the water. That's a fact. <laughs> Thanks for the report, Daryl. Always a pleasure to hear from you. Uh, go get them, and uh, we'll catch up with you again next week. If somebody wants to contact you, it's realscreamers.com, and give them that telephone number. 225-937-6200. And, Don, you have a wonderful day. Thank you. I will do that. Daryl Carpenter, realscreamers.com. All right, on the back side of the top of the hour break, David Cresson, director of Louisiana Coastal Conservation Association, joins us to talk about a bill in the legislature. It could be extremely important to you if you're a saltwater angler or if you just care about Louisiana's coast. House Bill 576. He's up next. And, of course, more fishing reports. All here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.